Thank you for joining us for another edition of Bearded Brothers Podcast. This week, we will be talking about everything from beer, as always, to how we're dealing with COVID, music, and entertainment. You can always reach us at beardedbrospodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and if you have any questions, again, go ahead and email us. Fair warning to all of our listeners, while we were recording this week's podcast, we learned about the passing of the legendary John Prine, and we're all devastated over that. So make sure you get out, listen to some John Prine this week. Maybe he'll put a smile on your face, and hopefully we can do the same throughout this podcast. Stay safe, everybody, and enjoy the podcast. Welcome to another edition of Bearded Brothers Podcast, where we will be sitting discussing... Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Bearded Brothers? Oh, I thought, I thought, I thought that was... That's not the name of this podcast, because that's in the actual name of, like, a brewery okay, that so, apparently we've been stealing the name from for the past two weeks. All right, so let's go ahead and uh, restart this, and now... Welcome to another edition of Bearded Bros Podcast, where we'll be discussing today's topics. Uh, not really, just talking about coronavirus, beer, entertainment, and music. So thank you for joining us. As always, I am Keith, the host of this wonderful program. And we also have... Bros before hoes. <laughs> <laughs> Bros before copyright notifications. <laughs> Are we supposed to introduce ourselves? We still yes. don't know what we're doing, Keith. Yes, you're supposed I am to. Steve. The Steve Master, and I am Charles, Carlos, Chaz, Charlie. But Chuck. No Chuck. Don't call me Chuck. <laughs> All right, guys. So before we get, or as we get started, not before because we have started, um, let's go ahead and start with our beers of the week. Uh, who wants to go first? I can go first. This is Steven. Well, I guess you already know that. Um, so I have two beers, actually. I have a feeling I'll probably get to both of them. So uh, Austin Beer Work, which is a great little brewery down in Austin that the three of us used to hang out a lot. So I have a, a Bloodwork Orange, which is an IPA, which I've had before, which is pretty good. And then I have a Gold Fist which is kind of intimidating sounding, but it's a Belgian style golden strong. So which, which should I have first? I'm going to leave it up to you guys. I think you should go with the uh, golden strong. That sounds good. Okay, here we go. Let's see. Pour it in a glass for full effect. It's uh, liquid. I can't really hear it pouring. Hold on, I think I just did something weird. Uh oh. Keith's actually going to have to edit. <laughs> no, I can hear you still. Yeah, we can hear you just fine. Yeah, but I put it on speaker. Now I can hear you guys through the speaker. Shit. Anchor podcast. How do I fix this? It didn't mess anything up. All right. Um, edit. Beer, and I'm going to taste it. That's pretty good. Tastes like a good Belgian beer. I like it. So in tribute to Keith's uh, little novella that he wrote last year about his beer, <laughs> I did ask myself, should I do some research on this? And and I, I thought, yeah, why not? Because I'm on the internet all day. And so I went to the Austin Beer Works website and I was going to look at this. And I'm not going to talk about the beer. Instead, I encourage you all to go to the Austin Beer Works website because their picture that they have is and Keith, I know you're trying to get like sponsors and stuff like that, but it's like the most like Austin white people 
picture that I've ever seen. <laughs> like you can tell that they're trying to be a little bit edgy. The girl has like a nose ring and a tattoo, but then she's sitting across from like what looks like somebody that came out of, uh, you remember like the, um, um, the, whatever, um, the Kimmy Schmidt TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Like she looks like she came out of the mole room. Like, you know, she's like blonde, I don't know, Mormon keep, chick. Keep Austin. We There's like just uh-huh. enough uh-huh. diversity to show they're trying, but not enough diversity to actually be authentically diverse. So that's why I tribute to Austin Beer Works, which I actually like, but I just made fun of their picture. Cheers. Cheers. So w- before we move on, I just want to point out that all of us love Austin Beer Works, as far as like their beer goes, and it's a really cool place to hang out. Um, it looks like Stevens left, so I'm going to go ahead and add him back in here. Um, but Char- Charles, you really like that place, right? Yeah, I mean, a lot of good memories there. Um, I've always kind of questioned their hygiene, so if you're looking for that sponsorship, I don't know if you're going to get it. But um, but but Charles, that's changed a lot so from the first time we went there into the once they opened up the new tap room and closed all of that stuff off to the. Park. You're right. The the astroturf did it just made a huge difference. It's no Charles. I, I was with you before, but I'm going to be on key side for this one, which is a kind right. of a thing. Yeah, the, I I actually like the original setup. How it was, you know, you were more in the in the actual brewery itself, but it was a little sketchy feeling maybe now 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 i don't know a little maybe maybe a little too sanitized if you like now there's happening feels like most other breweries so i liked it before when it was more unhygienic hey what was that weird sound just now was that keith vaping (laughs) (laughs) all right moving on charles what is your beer pick of the week all right so um I've got a little small town brewery here. I got some uh, 784. So, Stephen, what's the 784? <laughs> actually, <laughs> Charles, actually, I, I can answer this. Keith can talk. Can yeah, he knows. This. So, uh, when Barrow Brewing, which is the brewing company that you're drinking tonight, um, they had to pass a law allowing the brewing company to move into Salado, Texas. And 784 people voted for the brewery coming in. And so that's their tribute to everybody who came out to vote to allow the brewery to come into Salado. Very it's good. The beer, the, beer and, of the people. Uh, Can I add to that, though, right. before, before Charles actually does your spiel? So last yeah, time I was sure. at Barrow with, with Charles, he tried to order a 784. And I think he said, like, I'd like a 745. <laughs> so... <laughs> He, like, not only was suppressing voters, but he couldn't remember the name of his favorite beer. And and without context, and this is, like, nobody listening to this podcast is going to get it. But There's no one listening anyway. Yeah, it's true. My favorite number Charles ever said was 40. Are you guys, seriously, you don't remember this? I have no idea what you're talking about. Driving to the Dollar General. From my house. Oh, don't tell that story. That's not a podcast <laughs> story. You can't no, tell no, that. No. That's not a podcast I'm, story. Keith. I'm not telling the story. I'm just saying it's my favorite number. Charles yeah, let's make up obscure reference. Let's see if we can edit that out. Buddy. <laughs> All right. So numbers are arbitrary to me, but you guys are, are correct. You passed the test. That's 784 people voted to approve the brewery. And that doesn't seem like a big number, but village um, Slato is a very small village. So it was enough to get it passed. So this is a, a Belgian white. It's delicious. I'd say it's probably my second favorite beer from Barrow. I really like their farm-to-market persimmon saison. Mm, that's good. Uh, I really think it's kind of like the, it's the father beer of 784. It, it, to me, it tastes almost exactly the same, just twice as strong, twice as delicious. And uh, I love both of them. Um, they're so good. Uh, one of my favorite things to do when I, when I was allowed to leave the house was I would go to Barrow and I'd get myself a 784 
And then I'd go to the, uh, what is it? The old mulberry bush. They have a mulberry tree. Yeah. 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 And I, and I would pull those mulberries off and drop about 10, 15 of those in my beer. Wonderful. Just bliss. Just, just heaven on earth. Charles, so, why aren't you allowed to leave the house? Are you still on house arrest because of that Dollar General trip that Keith was talking about? <laughs> I think we all have COVID ankle braces. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I will say that if 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 we could get sponsorship for this podcast by anybody, Barrow would be. Uh, uh, I've been to a lot of breweries in my day, and Barrow is a very special place. Like when this is all over with, uh, Lauren and I have already talked about where's the first place we're going to go. And it's definitely going to be a barrow and we're going to get a pint of beer and a pizza and bring some chairs and go sit in the Creek. Cause it'll probably be June by then. And, uh, and just, it's, it's just a magical place. So everybody, two listeners, please go to barrow brewing, give them their business. It's awesome. So I, I maintain to this day that my happiest place on earth is in that cold spring that feeds into the Creek there with a beer in my hand in July. What could be better? Not a damn thing. So my beer of the week, um, it seems we're all going local. And I'm going to keep up with that. And I'm going to go with a local Nashville brewery, uh, which is Jackalope. Now, Stephen, you've been to Jackalope. Charles, I don't know if you've been to Jackalope yet. Have you? I think so. I've been to a lot of breweries in Nashville. So Jackalope, um, local brewery, Every beer is solid. Um, this is, I'm going to show you guys again because I think the artwork's really cool on it. Uh, this is Bear Walker. And Bear Walker's just a uh, brown L, but they actually, um, in the conditioning process, add actual maple syrup to it. And uh, the beer is fantastic. Uh, the woman who owns the brewery uh, is a brewer herself. And she was one of the first female brewers in the United States. So I thought that was actually really cool. Yeah, that's um, they're, do- they're doing some to-go sales and curbside. And I think they're doing some delivery now, too. So if you are in the Nashville area, drink some Jackalope. Sponsorship. <sighs> and it money. is delicious. Give us a beer. Free beer. Free beer would be the best. <laughs> <laughs> If only we could have. We're supposed to act like we don't. If if we act like we don't need the free beer, people will give us the free beer. If we ask for it, they won't. It's not like we're like posting on the front of our house. Send free beer. You know, which listeners, all both of you out there, uh, Keith had my favorite Instagram post of all time, and. It actually worked where he put his Venmo account on his garage and said, please send me money for beer. And someone did. Yes. And uh, with that being said, Chris Sellers, thank you so much. I appreciate the uh, money for a case of domestic beer. Nice. So I think I'll be uh, drinking some yingling in the upcoming week. Nice. So. All right. On to food. (laughs) <laughs> all right charles let's talk about food Dude, we're, we're not really gonna have a food segment are we no we're not are we <laughs> no we're, we're moving in straight into what we're doing for our mental health to deal with covid so Stephen, what what are some things you've done in the past week to help with your mental health through all of this i don't know uh okay well no i guess i can't complain that much so i i actually had to put some effort into this because it doesn't fit my personality. But um, I had my first like actual lazy, lazy, lazy quarantine day on Saturday. And it, it was, I didn't really enjoy it all that much. <laughs> like it was the first day that I'm like, you know, everyone's joking about how they don't get out of their pajamas and all that kind of stuff. It was the first day that I like sat around and really did nothing. And I can only do one, one day like that. And then I was pretty much toast. Um, so I, I've realized that I have a lot of hobbies, which is probably a good thing, and that's keeping me pretty sane right now. So let's let me think. What did I do this past week? I used my CNC to carve a couple trays out of some some maple, which are really pretty, and I'm getting pretty good at that. Um, using my 3D printer to design some 
next next hole this way signs to put on the bottom of uh, baskets at the uh, disc golf course. And Charles and I actually came up with the idea the other day when we were playing to add sponsorships to those, which won't be real sponsorships. Like so, like sponsored by. I don't know what would be a bearded good uh, bros podcast yeah bearded bros podcast like sponsored by i don't know uh ron burgundy new host of fox news is prime time like news <laughs> yeah, i don't know like whatever you know like it could just be my little social commentary on life so stuff like that but... send in send in suggestions what's the email key oh yeah what's the email the email is bearded bros podcast at gmail.com yeah yeah so do that want... We'll take a picture of the top recommendation and and put it out there. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think the top recommendation should automatically get one of these signs. That's what we're we, saying. Keith. We could we could mail it just you know so can bleach for a day when you get it, but you know. But yeah, so I'm keeping myself pretty safe. In fact, like at work we have uh you know, we use Microsoft Teams, just kinda like our version of Slack, you know, it's like the business version of Slack kind of thing. And there's a uh, there's a Teams page for people to post just like fun stuff they're doing during quarantine, and so like somebody posted like post a picture of your stack of books you're reading, and anyone playing video games, and somebody else posted about this, and somebody else posted about that, and like in one night I went through and posted all of my stuff, and I almost felt like there was something wrong with me because I was involved in too many different things. Like when I'm posting <laughs> pictures of bread that I've baked, after I post like a Google album of like wood that I've carved and um, a stack of books that I've read. Like, I almost wonder what's wrong with me. Do I not know how to relax? So how am I coping with quarantine, Keith? Apparently I'm not. I'm freaking myself out because I'm too busy. I don't So, Stephen, I'm, I'm going to piggyback off of you. Um, my mental health deteriorated recently uh, because I am a very extroverted person. And... I, I need to, I need that social interaction. And that's why this is the highlight of my week, along with our game nights and the happy hours that we've done. Um, but it hit me hard. And I, like you, cannot have a day where I'm just lazy. I can't do it. Um, so, like, I changed the lines in my kegerator. I've been scrubbing all my brewing equipment because I want to brew next week. Um, Make sure you every- clean those lines. I, I just replaced them, Charles. Are you listening? Well, okay. Well, then clean them first. <laughs> Keith, I do, um, I do think we should brew this. We should brew a batch of beer remotely together. That'd be fun. I think it would be fun. And yeah, we, if, we should talk want, about that later. Yeah. I, I'm going to brew the um, Bell Hearted, Bell's Two-Hearted L clone, so, uh, which is available at Austin, beer, or Austin Homebrew. So, but with that said, you know, me and Jamie try to um, every night go out on the back porch when it's not raining and have a few drinks. And yeah, but yesterday, like yesterday was the roughest day I've had so far. Like I was miserable. Like I've never had a feeling of isolation like I did yesterday. I'm sorry, Keith. It's okay. Jamie did everything she could. Um, Later on in this podcast, we'll talk about some things that I did. To, well, I guess we're in the how are you dealing with COVID section. So um, yesterday, trying to just find something to do, I baked my first bread myself. I made some beer bread. Um, and then today I played some FIFA. I watched the uh, English game, drank some beer, and uh, felt good. Felt, actually felt a little bit better today. That's good. That's good, Keith. So what about you, Charles? Where are you doing to hang in there? Well, I think it's funny because you, you went the whole extrovert angle. So I'm going to go the introvert angle because I am an introvert and I now have people penetrating my inner sanctum <laughs> all the fucking time i get no i get no peace like like my home is not my home anymore i'm thinking about maybe just turn out off my elect- electronic devices and because now all the fucking time people want a piece of me and even in my own home i'm not safe so 
Well, who would not want a piece of that? Right? <laughs> so it's getting that, weird. that's what I've been kind of dealing with is that, like, I don't really know how to draw limits for myself and, and boundaries. Um, I think the only way to do it is just to turn off all my devices and be blind. Well, let me ask you, Charles, like what we've hung out three times in the past week. Um, virtually, of course, like it's the game night too much or the happy hour we did on Sunday. Like, I don't, I don't want to like add to your disdain for humanity. Look, look, I, I don't think it really is. It's just, it's, 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 it's the straws, you know, that's one more straw on the camel's back. You know what I mean? Like for work, I've been, I'm in a thousand meetings a day, uh, How do I say this without sounding bad? But I got students who need my attention, 150 of them, and I want to give them my full attention. So it's just a lot for me. And I guess when I when I when I was a teacher and I was going in and I was in a classroom, I knew exactly what to expect. I could go all in, and then I could come out of it and kind of come up for air. But now it's just like all the time with connectivity. It's just, you know, I'm just connected all the time. So I, it sounds really whiny. Um, I think it's an introvert's problem. I think it's a me problem. I'll figure it out. I think it's interesting, Charles, because I remember talking to you about teaching and yeah. how you would feel drained at the end of the day. Just, you know what I mean? Like, Cause that's a yep. classic introvert thing. Like you can be social and stuff yep. like that, but it kind of takes a little toll on you. So it's yeah. actually worse now with this. Is it because of all the separate interactions or like, what do you think? It, what do you think is the difference? I just don't think I've, I've made very good boundaries for myself. I, I don't know where to set the line. So it's just coming at me all the time. Yeah. And, and you don't want to be that person <laughs> that lets anybody down. So you, you turn on for who, who needs you, you know, and then you think you're done and then there's somebody right behind that or, yeah. you know, it's just, it's just very difficult. I, I, I'll figure it out. I think it's just, it's a lot, a lot of people are feeling very isolated right now. I'm kind of feeling almost the opposite. Um, and it could be an efficiency thing. It could be a, I don't know. Keith, just suck on that thing away from your microphone. <laughs> I think it's funny how he talked about how nobody heard it. <laughs> so, yeah, Charles, that is interesting. Let me know if I if I I don't want to add to that problem because I know he's doing it even like directly in the microphone now. Make, well, I want to make sure I don't add to that problem because I know I text well, you all the time and say, "Hey, let's go play disc golf and stuff like that." So just well, the feel free to that, like your your VIP buddy. So, oh, like, nice. You know, well, I'm glad one of us says, Keith, you are too, buddy. <laughs> Let me pet Keith, you. You get us. Girl. You get us to sit in front of our computers for an extra like three hours a week, dude. You're doing that right in the microphone. <laughs> I don't know how. Like I'm doing it away. It from sounds me. like you're trying to suck a strawberry from like a strawberry limeade through a straw <laughs> from Sonic. <laughs> but. Okay, I'm, I'm, we're gonna, I'm gonna talk about this and then we'll become more positive. But like today was a very exhausting day as far as that goes. And then my wife asked like a simple thing at the end of the day. And I, I'm pretty sure I was a total ass. And that really sucks when like you don't have enough energy for your wife. Yeah. And you know, I didn't expect it. You know, I didn't expect what she was gonna ask for and things like that and uh, if I had, I probably would have dealt with it better. But, you know, talking about VIPs, like she's definitely the VIP and I was just done and it was terrible. And Tracy, if you're listening, I'm sorry. You know, there's no chance she's listening. I, I don't. Unfortunately, she's <laughs> not. We, if, if Keith learns how to edit, maybe he can edit out this part and like send it to her. But I, I, there would, you go. I, don't, I don't think it's going to happen. Maybe I could just title the episode, Tracy, I'm sorry. There you go. 
So, but, but let's move on to more positive. Well, but no, I, I do think that Lauren and I were talking about this the other day. Lauren's my wife for the two listeners. Um, like everybody, it, this is going to hit everybody at different times and kind of unexpected times. You know what I mean? Like what might be like an up day for one person, they talk to somebody and that's their down day. Um, yeah. So I just think we all need to like look out for each other. And I don't know, like, I don't really know what that looks like or feels like or sounds like or how to do that other than not putting your shit on other people. And I don't know. Or at least have some perspective. Like, try to see where they're coming yeah. from. Yeah. Was that quieter that time? That was better. But we, okay. but that's we wouldn't have known that's... if you didn't say anything. <laughs> I think it's all about perspective. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, what could be the highlight of one person's week could be the low light of somebody else's. Like, this is the highlight of my week, and Charles might be dreading doing this every week. It's not that way, Keith. Well, I just want to make sure I'm I'm with Stephen here. I just want to make sure we're not adding to your plate for something. Yes. You the real MVP. (laughs) (laughs) I I will say, do we want to share the... uh... The, the game, the online game we played on Friday night, because that was actually super yeah. fun. Yeah. That was so yeah, much fun. And we only have, like, two listeners, so it's not like they can, like, overload the website. But if anyone, like, if you, if you ever played the game Codenames, it's a really good game. It's, it's a board game. But some, some super brilliant person wrote an online version. It's available for free. What was it? Horsepaste? Horsepace.com. Yeah, horsepace.com. And if you go to that, if you don't know the game, you're probably going to have to like look up some instructions or something like that. If you've played the game, though, it is it is the perfect game to play for a virtual board game night. Um, everybody can open on their phones. You can be all different places. doesn't matter. It was, it was fun. I had a really good time. So, Yeah, I, I couldn't believe that. I think when we ended, it was almost 1 o'clock in the morning, which is... Mm-hmm. Way past your wife's bedtime. It's past my bedtime. Go. <laughs> that that may or may not have contributed to my lazy Saturday because that was Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I think this was my first official quarantine hangover. So, but it was well worth it. I was definitely hungover the next day for sure. Charles, how were you feeling on Saturday? That's that's typical for me, bud. <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm just knocking them back all night long. So. Oh, before we before we move on, I do want to talk about one more beer, and it's another local beer. It's by Yazoo, and it is the Tornado Relief L with 100 percent of proceeds. Going toward tornado relief here in uh, Middle Tennessee. That's so weird. It feels, um, I, yeah. What's that word? Uh, misanthropic? No. What's that where it's like out of time? Like the timing's wrong. How is the timer wrong? The tornado came through here like three weeks ago. Antiquated. That's the word I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah. That. Yeah. We we like, feel for that you. Was three but... years ago, Keith, and we feel for you, but like it's so weird because. You guys didn't expect like this this uh, virus to be on the heels of that, and like no, and so like everybody's moved on to something else. And I'm, I'm yeah, not it's... saying they should. I'm just saying that's just like the mindset of most people. No, no, you're absolutely right. And for our two listeners, um, Jamie and I, 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 I niece... you know, it might only be one. We're assuming it's two. <laughs> <laughs> My brother made fun of me for the podcast, but, so we know that that's one. But that was the first episode. I seriously doubt if he's still here. And then, and then uh, Nick, who you, you guys know Nick from our Liverpool supporters group, came to the uh, bachelor party. Shout out to Nick. I love Nick. Nick was cool. Uh, Nick, Nick is listening and providing positive feedback on uh, Facebook Messenger. Poor so, Nick. He probably wants to just like scream at us half the time. <laughs> but uh, anyways, moving on. Um, he should be a guest. Know, we could have Nick or as a guest. A substitute. Be a fun guest. <laughs> Can I tap out for a week? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. 
so um but anyways um me and jamie's niece she lost her house and then my brother-in-law and sister-in-law lost their house um they were right next door to each other and i've never seen destruction like that and you guys know i was in the military i've never seen anything like that just complete devastation um they've gotten into new places and starting to get things squared away but it's it's not that way in East Nashville. It's not that way in Germantown. There's a lot of work that still needs to be done, a lot of recovery effort, and it's really slowed down with the COVID virus. So we're hoping that you know, things pick up here eventually. Fun times on the Bearded Bros so, podcast. I have a feeling all of our music, yeah. all of our music <laughs> is going to be like, I've been listening to Morrissey here. I've been listening to some emo shit. I don't know. Like, it's just going to keep going. I should bring up Frightened Rabbit for the best. I'm going to change my <laughs> oh, <laughs> music. No, come on. <laughs> Dude, I love Frightened Rabbit, but hey, yeah, not, not the week. I, I love Frightened Rabbit, too. Um, all right, guys, so let, let's move on to what you brought it up, Stephen. Let's go into music. Charles, why don't you uh, start us off on your music of the week? Okay, so I have some good friends, Chris and Carrie Ling. Um, they're big fans of uh, Matt the Electrician. So he's a local Austin artist. He typically plays acoustic guitar and singing. And I, I listened to a, uh, what do you call it? A live cast. What is it called? The Facebook uh, things? Live stream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Facebook thing of him. It was so good. It was so genuine. It was so beautiful. And uh, he played a cover of Peter Gabriel at the end. And Chris and I both liked Peter Gabriel. And then that started to get me thinking. Edie Burkell. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. All this way to get to Edie Burkell. I'm yep. impressed. Yeah. You know, sometimes this, you know, it's not a straight line. And, um, so I started list, listening to some Edie Burkell and the New Bohemians. Love, love that album. Like, I think it's kind of interesting because when I listened to that album, she spoke to a lot of problems that I had. Like, really big problems. Like, the biggest problems in the world. That now I look back at and they weren't really anything. So... I'm hoping maybe that's the same now. Like my big problems aren't really anything. Uh, but I just, I love Edie Bacale. So the, the, the song that really stuck out to me was uh, Nothing. I don't know if you guys remember that one. Nothing can start a real big fight. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I just, I feel like right now we're in a moment of nothing. So... That one really spoke to me, but the whole album is awesome. But um, you know, <clears throat> religion, uh, smile on a dog, or like a cover of a cereal box. Yeah, I remember like that. that one. I mean, yeah, it just—it's a really good album. I don't know if she ever did anything else good, but that album is just—that's—that's that's like a desert island album to me. So that's, that's where I like I that. The, I've been enjoying the people doing their, their live streams of them singing. So the tallest man on earth, I don't know yeah. if you guys are fans of the tallest man on earth. If you listen to him, Lauren, I like him. Lauren finds his yep. voice yeah. like super grating. So like, I can't listen to him all the time cause she hates him, but man, his like, like on Facebook and on Twitter, like he's, he's doing covers that are just so good. I encourage you to check that out. All right, I got I got mine. You ready? Awesome. Right, so, my, my cutting line. So yeah, go for my, it. Steven. My I have an album, and uh, so Bears Den. I know I've talked to you guys about Bears Den before. So like they're uh, they're like an English folk band. I, I'd compare them to like they kind of like their first album got big. Well, this this Islands album got big, kind of when Mumford and Sons first became popular. And I find them interesting because like they went like a different direction than Mumford and Sons in that like they went more folky whereas Mumford and Sons which I like they I don't know they made more of like you get like two radio hits Mumford and Sons next album was 
an album of radio hits. Whereas I feel like Bears Den just like went into a studio with more money and did more of the shit that they like to do. So the drawback to that is like some of their songs kind of sound a little repetitive, but they're they're just super good. And the they this album has been on my list of albums to buy on vinyl. And I can't find it in any of our local record stores. And then, of course, coronavirus shut everything down. And record store day is delayed. And I'm resisting ordering it on Amazon because I don't like to order albums on Amazon. I'd rather buy them in a store. So Bears Den, album or Islands, it's good. you like it. Introspective stuff. So I, I do enjoy Bears Den, and it was because you turned me on to it. Um, my artist of the week is somebody else that you introduced me to years ago. And my artist of the week is oh, Brandon nice. Turner. And, and so this was not initially going to be my artist of the week, but after my really shitty yesterday and today being a little shitty, um, I put on some Frank Turner and it absolutely flipped my mood around. And I don't know what it was that did it, but um, there were three songs in particular that I was listening to that absolutely made me feel better. Four Simple Words, uh, which I think is a classic. Um, I Still Believe and The Next Storm. Those, those were the three songs that just really did it for me. I see what Keith is doing. He's trying to get three songs. I think that's what he's trying this. to do. As opposed to two. <laughs> like, two is a protocol. He's going for three. But, like, Frank Turner is depressing. It's so weird that... Not, no, no, no. Not all no, Frank Turner is depressing. Okay. Well, I, that's, now, that's the way I, 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 get, I read I get it. If you listen to songs like Plain Selling Weather, where he says, give me one fine day of Plain Selling Weather, and I'll find a way to fuck it up. Yeah, that's pretty depressing. But the three songs I talked about are actually really yeah. positive songs. Huh. Okay. And I mean, even, I don't, yeah, I like, I like Frank Turner. Um, have you guys ever listened to his like first band? So he was in, that? he was like the singer for, a, I don't know what I'd class, but I, I call him like a not so good they're, punk band. English yeah. Like, punk they're called, yeah. English Million Dead. Band. And they're pretty good. Million Dead. I knew, th- I knew that. But his his like transition yeah, to basically like a like an English like country folk singer is essentially what I'd classify him as. Um, a little poppy, maybe. You know what I mean? Like for folk music, but a little punky too. He has like that punk sound to his voice when he's singing. Um, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a Frank Turner fan. Yeah, I I got to see him last year, and it was an absolute yeah. He's really good live. Lauren and I've seen too. Hey. Won't that be cool? When we, when Dude, we I can't wait. Yeah, I, I miss live music I had, so uh, much. So, yeah. man, like, Head in the Heart is one, like, is, is one of my favorite live bands and that Lauren and I share. And we've seen them every year for the past few years. And we had, we had tickets to Old Settlers in a couple weeks. My boss, like, messaged me today and said, hey, are you still taking off on, on the 20th? And I had to be like, oh, I guess not, because old settlers gonna be so much fun. We're gonna camp for oh like, like four nights and just see a bunch of. Oh, so At least it's not canceled. That was gonna be yeah. so yeah. fucking awesome. I think we should the, take the, a moment of silence right now. Uh, that, that, I think we need to Charles. We need to do something. Like we need to camp in my backyard or something for that weekend. Like we need to do something that weekend. Yeah, because just blaze that that music yeah. loud. To the neighbors, yeah. Matt, so the electrician I, was going to be there too. Going to tell you, yeah, I know. It's a bummer. Me, me, and Jamie had decided that we were going to come out for that because we had. To well, it's it's not canceled. It's postponed until the fall, so you still can. That's true. And camping at that is awesome. Like that's the that is by far the best festival I've ever been to. It's out in the middle of nowhere, and like it feels like 75% of the people are camping. You know what I mean? So it's not like a commuter concert type thing. And the camping is super chill and like low key. And they have a, they have what, what are called shush time stages. So like at midnight, 2am, 4am, like the artists will actually come into the campgrounds to these stages that are set up and play like acoustic sets with each other. 
Um, it's awesome. That sounds awesome. So I'm assuming your uh, festival in Charleston. Is uh, we weren't going to go this year, but probably. That one was really good. We liked that last year. The High Tide Festival. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, because we were thinking about going to that too. So, because my, my dad lives like half an hour up in an area called Polly's Island or something like that. So at least every night we'd have a bed to sleep in and just yeah. go back the next day. Yes. So, all right. All right, guys. So moving on to the entertainment portion of our podcast. Uh, Stephen, let's start with you. You said you had an idea for entertainment. <laughs> and I'm, I'm realizing now how, like, down this whole episode has been, and I'm going to make it even better. Let's talk about... Let's talk Maybe about it's the Holocaust and some Nazis. Okay, so <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I I recommended Hunter's last. So week. I'm gonna I'm gonna segue with gonna Hunter. Yeah. My... Go ahead, Charles. Okay, wait, Keith. Yeah. Yeah, Stephen. Hate, Absolutely. Hate Nazis. Yes. All right. All right. Good. You can explain that when, when we're done. Okay. So, Keith, you recommended Hunters last week, and I'd been watching it, and, like, I really, really liked the first three or four episodes, and then I felt like it got a little slow. I finally finished it. I hated the last episode. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to leave it there. The I'm going to leave it there. Episode. You can talk about all you want. I don't care. <laughs> now, that wasn't my Nazi thing. My Nazi thing is a movie that is called Resistance. Okay, and it has Jesse Eisenberg, right? That's like the Facebook dude from the Facebook movie, and played like Lex Luthor in like yeah. one of those horrible Superman movies. Anyway, it's it's a World War Two movie. It takes place in France, where like the the Jesse Eisenberg guy is basically an actor. He's a mime who winds up joining the French Resistance and trying to. He's Jewish. He's a Jewish actor, and um, is like trying to save all these Jewish orphans. And man, it was such a good movie, and it was like super touching, and it's a true story, and also super depressing, and because like we're reminded every day that Nazis are apparently still a thing, and yeah, I don't know. So I'm gonna transition into Charles's little greeting. So Lauren and I were talking about this. It seems like there's a lot of Nazi stuff in the in the media nowadays. Like people are making movies about World War II, people are making shows like Hunters, like trying to convince the public that Nazis are bad. I don't really think you should have to do that, but apparently we need to remind people Nazis are bad. So Charles came up with a really good new greeting for people, and I'm gonna let Charles explain. Okay, so when 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 I grew up and when you grew up, Keith, and when you grew up, Steven. Mm-hmm. You automatically thought Nazis were bad. Like you didn't yes. think there was another worldview that thought they were good. And that's correct. And then slowly we awoke to the reality that there are some people that like Nazis. So like let's get rid of, of like artificial formalities like hello and how you doing and things like that. Let's just when you go up to somebody, you say Nazis bad. <laughs> and then they're going to be like, hell yeah, Nazis are bad. I hate those motherfuckers. Or they might be like, what? I mean, there's they both like sides. Nazis. Like, there's good folks on both sides. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, no, there's not. But, but the thing is, is that at least you should know whether you should ever talk to this person again. Like, let's just, let's cut through the shit and like, it's they're good or they're bad. I want to know you're with me or you're against me. I think it's a great idea. Like, let's just cut through all this shit. Can you imagine? What so, you can you imagine, Charles, I if you like embrace the whole quarantine whitelist idea and like you really held tight to it? And you had like five people yeah. that were on your whitelist you could hang out with, and you found out one of them was no. like, well, the options aren't that bad. Like, what are you going to do? That's like, we got another like six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that sucks. <laughs> anyway, that's my entertainment. I recommend that movie. It was super good. So, I recommend the first five episodes of Hunters. That was pretty so, good. Go ahead, Keith. So, yeah. I'm I'm going to jump in. And before I get into my entertainment of the week, 
I want to argue that I thought the last episode nope. of Hunters was fantastic. It, because it really builds into... Yeah, I don't really need that. No. Season. And... I thought it. I thought it was Al Pacino's best acting. So I don't want to do any spoilers. Do any spoilers alerts? But yeah, I, I, we can we can take this offline. No. I, I think they if if they were going to do what you were talking about, Keith, which is like set it up for the next season, they should have done something fundamentally different with with the big reveal. Like have that be the big reveal, but have him then get away, and then like man of many faces or something like there's all kinds of like comic book things you could do to like launch the next season. But the way that that ended, I thought was stupid. And I'm not talking about the last five minutes. I'm talking about the the first five minutes of the episode, the big, big reveal. Okay. Cause I, I, I don't think we'll disagree. The big, the reveal. No, the I don't care about that. that. That was almost predictable. Kind of- I don't really care about that. So I've got two things uh, for entertainment this week. Um, the first, I don't expect anybody to watch, uh, which is the English game on Netflix. It was Downton Abbey meets football. Um, it was, I thought, really good. I thought the character development was w- really well done in it. Um, yeah. Just not enough football for me. But other than that, it was it was good. Um but let, let's. Re- this is going to spark a uh, conversation, I'm sure. I just finished, and I know I'm the last person on earth to finish this, Breaking Bad, and then I watched El Camino immediately following. And? I will say the finale of Breaking Bad was one of the best finales I've ever seen. And El Camino was in my opinion, and you can disagree with me on this, one of the best, like, TV movies made following a series. Like, I really loved the storyline in it. I loved everything about Jesse. I loved how they finished it. Everything was fan. I loved the fact that Mike was brought back into it, that Walter You got no arguments for me. I enjoyed everything. Go ahead, Charles. To me, it was... It was... It was really thoughtful. Like... It could have been like this just frantic, action-packed craziness. And instead, it was like a slow burn. Like, it was still kind of centered around Jesse and, like, him just trying to come to grasp with this situation. And nothing happened really fast, but there was tension the whole time. Like, it was really beautiful in my mind. Like... Like Shakespearean. Well, that just talk about the cinematography of it. That shot that they did above the um, Todd's apartment, where you could see Jesse searching through all the different rooms at once. I thought that was one of the coolest moments of any movie I've ever seen. Yeah, it just less is more. That's 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 the only thing I can really say about it. Is that like. It didn't try too hard. Yeah, and it's it good. Did a good job. I, I would I would argue that Breaking Bad and all of its I, subsidiaries, which Keith Better Call Saul is one of my favorite things on the planet. So, like I like Better Call Saul better than all of them. They're, it's different, but that's my favorite. I would. They're the best case for why, like serialized storytelling on like you know on television and on like you know uh, sub- subscription services are I think better than movies nowadays like i think that was like the nail in the coffin like they're so good compared to everything else especially if you like do the the legwork and you know where the story's gonna go like you're not just playing the story out as long as it will go like i can tell Mm -hmm. that better call Saul is going somewhere and like every season gets better and better because you know it's going breaking bad too a place they had a plan same thing with yeah exactly yeah there's like yeah so and keith i i strongly recommend Um, don't do it right away take a year or two but then go back and watch breaking bad again knowing how it ends and it's so interesting to see 
like the different perspective and the clues that were there for the beginning. It's like going back to Charles's point about how they knew where they were going from the beginning. Like so many shows, I think start with like, let's make a couple seasons. I don't, I don't freaking know how it works, but it seems like they start by making a couple seasons and they're like, Oh, this is a cool idea. And they're like, Holy shit. People like it. I guess we better figure out a story. And, but that you can tell from the very beginning, if you go back and watch it, that it was going to that place from the first episode. It's kind of amazing. All right. It's All really right, amazing. Um, I just got breaking news. Breaking bad news? It, this is really, really bad, and it's really going to drag this podcast down. Keith, um, wait, is this a segment? No, no. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Don't say John Prine is dead. Came across, Maybe you shouldn't say came... it. Oh, my God. John Prine just passed away. I'm sorry, Keith. I'm sorry. So that's that's a tough one, guys. That's that's uh, fucking coronavirus for me. This shit sucks. <sighs> so, I'm I'm gonna glass past this so we can keep going with everything. Um, the one person that I absolutely hated in the show, and I know y'all expect me to say Walter White, and that dude is a giant dick. But the person that I hated more was Skyler. I don't know <clears throat> if I can agree with that one at all. How She rode her in on her high horse, but she was willing to break the law when it was convenient for her and then bitch about everything. Like, she drove me nuts in that show. Yeah, I don't know. I think I 100% empathized with her the whole time. I think I probably that fits my personality the most. I don't know. I can't tell you why, but yeah, like she was forced in a corner and she made the best of her situation, but I don't know. Like making the best of her situation by cooking the books for Ted. Was that really making the best of her? Situation? Yeah, I don't know, man. She wanted to go back to work. I think it was. People do things. I'm pretty morally like ambivalent when it comes to a lot of laws and stuff like that. So wait, this is being recorded. <clears throat> yep. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I didn't hate her. And I definitely, the, the thing that's beautiful about Breaking Bad is like the character development is amazing. So like, yeah, I 100% see her point of view. Well, and I think they set they her up. Her I think so they well. set her up. To you, you know, the, because she comes across as like a Karen and like, you know, I mean, like she comes across as like some stereotypes, yeah. like a naggy, you know, th- I'm not trying to be sexist, you know what I mean? But like she, she embodies some of those stereotypes, like a naggy wife. Right. But at the end of the day, when you look at it, like she was actually Which, she's, right in most of the things that she was doing and her own like things where she crossed the line. Like, I don't know. She had a lot more morality to it than Walter ever did. Well, I will be stereotypical and I'll I'll say she was thinking about the big picture. Like she saw the whole thing and she understood the implications for everybody involved and she was looking out for the best for everybody involved. And like that is kind of that that bitchy, mm-hmm. you know, whiny was because like she wasn't thinking about just herself. She's thinking about everybody. You know, like the don't spend a lot of money. You know, she understood everything that was going on and she was trying to help everybody involved. I, so. will, I, I will say this. My two favorite characters on the show are Saul and Mike. Um, yeah, well, if you if yeah. that's true, I think, I think that better call Saul. I think that show is about your favorite. That's a Jesse show for me. Yeah, those are. Yeah, I don't understand how you don't say Jesse. Or I don't oh no! Understand. I love Je- I love Jesse. I just like I don't know what it is about Mike. I love and I love just. Like, well, you need to watch Better Call Saul. That went with Saul because Better Call Saul is all that. To- those two. Yeah, yeah. It's both those. Yep. So and I am. I think we're going to start that next week. I I feel like I need a break after finishing Breaking Bad and El Camino before I jump back into something else in that timeline. 
You know, I was that way with Breaking Bad. I had to, like, take a break when the plane blew up over Albuquerque. Oh, yeah, because that's kind of like, uh, that's not far from your hometown. No, it wasn't about that at all. It was just, it was so dark. It was so consequential. You know? And that literally stayed with the show until the very end. Like, Saul is still wearing the ribbon in the fi- like final season. Yeah. Which, it blows my mind that it was five seasons, but only two years. Yep. All right, guys. Do no, I'm, anything I'm, else I'm, for I'm, I'm reading John Prine lyrics and getting uh, impressed. Was... Sorry, Keith. Uh, I was going to talk about, like, Star Trek stuff, but oh no, go for it, Charles. Like th- we could use some uh, Keith happiness in this. We're at fifty-four minutes, or we could wrap it up <laughs> and move on to our post-podcast happy hour. But before we do, a couple things for our listeners. One, next week we will be starting a new segment where we discuss an esoteric topic. <laughs> uh, what that means is just throw us out. But it has to be esoteric. And we'll discuss it. You know, uh, something that. Well, ha- Stephen, why Keith. don't you describe to everybody no, what no, an Keith, esoteric Keith. topic is? No, you, Keith, you explain. What does that mean, esoteric? Esoteric means that only a few, mm-hmm. a handful there of people go. are really experts in the topic. Nobody truly knows what, unless they're one of those experts. So if there's a topic that you don't think that anybody... It'll be randomly assigned to one of us, and the other two won't know anything about it. And they'll have to learn about it from that person. I love it. And so what we want you to do is we want you to email that to us at beardedbrospodcast at gmail.com. Any submission will be accepted. And uh, the best one will win. And we'll. Uh, who wants to do the first one? I'll turn it right over to him. Steven does. All right. I got Steven this. It is. All right. We're going to make it under an hour. We are. Well, until I do my intro and Yeah, those, those are really funny. Because you're going to you're gonna play like hour. several songs. <laughs> I can. I have a feeling you're probably going to do that. <clears throat> So, hey, but we'll, hey, Keith. Yeah, Charles. You ready to edit? Uh, I'll edit the first like thirty. No, that was funny. That's comedy, movie. Keith. You won't edit this. Charles is about to like bust out some. I don't know. It's <laughs> gonna say. I'm not... It's it's not that big of a deal, but your your top notch intro and outro people have not come through, and sellers offered to do that for us. I don't know why it's not coming through because it's actually listed on the podcast that it's there. So I think if you listen through Anchor, it's there, but it's not there on Spotify. So I got to figure out. Are why you, you talking about the songs that you All play? Right. It's probably blocking on Spotify. Right away, buddy. Because you're playing someone's song. Yeah. If it's you can get someone, get sellers or somebody to make us a song. That's what I'm saying. Sellers offered. Well, well let's talk to sellers. Let's get them to make us a song. Yeah, you're going to have to edit this shit, though. <laughs> this shit? This shit right here. This shit is great. We're gonna this, this motherfucker in. donkey <laughs> butt-fucking <laughs> shit. You're gonna have this is going so it. south. Well, let's be honest. <laughs> Just trying to make a minute. What, let's, let's be honest. The last 15 minutes have turned into absolute dog shit of a day. Um so our hearts go out to John Prine and his family. Um, one of the greatest singer songwriters to ever exist. Um, I would read the quote from Bob Dylan about how he was his favorite songwriter, Roger Waters or Jason Isbell. And the list just goes on and on and on. Um, but yeah, our, our hearts go out to him and his family. Um, sorry that went so far South so fast. And, uh, I guess everybody can lead off with their tagline, starting with uh, Wait, we're, we're your, doing uh, this again? Tagline for signing off here. 
I no, I was surprised like, last week, week and I stole I'll go first from, from, if you need time to like, whatever that movie was. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Charles. We'll let Stephen think. All right, so my tagline is, <laughs> why can't you fucking edit? <laughs> uh, listen. <laughs> Life is full of choices. Yep, I got mine. All right. Thank you, Charles. You just totally gave me. Peace Teeth. out. It's good to want things. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. And for me, knowing that these guys are just going to continue making fun of me as we move on to our post-podcast happy hour, which we hope to make available. Dude, to you're you totally dreaming. Through some kind of Fuck this. Let's Patreon. just go listen to John Prime. Patreon. Oh, I'm absolutely true. So, but with that said, if you if you change your community, you change the world. Thank you again for joining us for another edition of Bearded Bros Podcast, where we discuss everything from music to entertainment to how we're coping with COVID and, of course, beer. We hope that you will join us next week. As always, if you want to reach out to us, you can do so through Facebook, Twitter, our website, and you can always email us at beardedbrospodcast at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing what you have to say, your submissions for the week. And as always, we look forward to talking to you again next week.